0: Hello, and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Milden Hall for the 32nd Sunday in ordinary time, year B. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury, and many of the rich put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more in than all who have contributed to the treasury, for they of all put in money they had over but she from the little she had has put in everything she possessed all she had to live on the gospel of the lord Praise do we truly love god Are we generous of heart? Today's gospel account is a famous passage of scripture. And the widow's mite is often referred to as even a phrase that passed into everyday language. It's gone out of fashion again, I think, but... Um, I remember hearing it, put a couple of coins in a basket, give a little, and someone might say, I've put in my widow's mite. Of course, that totally misses the point, unless two coins are all that you have to live on, of course. You haven't given your widow's mite. If you put all your savings in, that might be closer to the reality of the gospel. The gospel, though, is not about money. It's about generosity. It's about what you value. It's about what and whom you place your security in. Jesus is telling us, he's saying, look carefully at what is really going on here. Well-to-do people are giving very generous donations to keep the system of religion going. But this poor woman is placing her entire trust in God because she has no one else to rely on. It's not the same activity at all. And the widow, of course, is teaching us a lesson for life. What money she has is very little, but she knows that money alone will not save her. Or bring her comfort. Her life is in God's hands. It's in him that she trusts. The disposition of her heart is to be generous. She trusts that God will not fail her. Can the same be said of us? The woman has given out of her poverty and her need. She gave God everything, and thereby she gave herself. A person who gives like this will not fail to notice others in distress, and to share their last crust with them if needed. The widow was truly generous. She truly loved God with all her strength, with all her soul, with all her might, as the commandment goes. Now, the example of the widow challenges us to be people of generosity with God and with others. As disciples of Jesus, we are called to show compassion in the name of human solidarity to all. People, we do this not because it makes us feel better, not because it's a nice thing to do, but because it is right. We do it because we remember that we have encountered God's generosity towards us first. The compassion we encounter in kind Hearted people is God's own compassion given to us to protect the helpless. And without compassion, our humanity is diminished. In our first reading, we heard about another widow, the widow from Zarephath. Because she was from Zarephath, we know that she was not a Jewess, hence she was not particularly interested in the prophet Elijah's mission. Yet she shared with him a piece of food for purely humanitarian reasons, namely to help another person in distress. Solidarity is human. Solidarity is Christian. Christ's own solidarity with the human race was total for as we heard in our second reading he identified himself with us in everything but sin and was offered up once to take away the sins of many and entered heaven itself to appear before God on our behalf therefore we too are urged in the name of human solidarity Christian solidarity to share our riches to share ourselves the most distressed in the world, not grudgingly, not dutifully, but willingly. Those who give from a grudge say, I hate to give. Dutiful givers say, I ought to give. Compassionate givers say, I want to give. We, you and I, are called to be generous we're called to be compassionate givers we are called to be compassionate to be generous one need not to be rich true generosity comes from the heart even a pauper with a true spirit of generosity can give like a prince thus we can say that the widow from Zaraphat and the poor widow of the gospel in fact, belonged to a princely class. The Gospel is not trying to embarrass the rich into giving more to the church and to charity, but rather it calls each of us, both poor and rich alike, to be generous to those in need. Unfortunately, in trying to be generous, the poor are handicapped by their own poverty. But the real tragedy of the poor is that they can't afford anything but self-denial. Whereas the rich, the wealthy, are handicapped by their own riches. For money has a dangerous way of putting scales over one's eyes and freezing their hands, their lips and their hearts. For the rich, their sense, of need progress is in, their sense of need progresses in direct proportion to the amount of riches they acquire. And as a result, they seem to live always in a state of ambitious poverty. Our faith, however is powerful enough to root out the growing disease of the greedy heart. It's so powerful that it can move hearts to give not only from our luxury, but from our necessities, not only until giving is sufficient, but until it becomes sacrifice, worship. Because we believe that when we give to the poor, we give to Christ himself. Love of God and love of neighbour goes hand in hand. You cannot have the one without the other. Generosity of heart towards God and neighbour is the mark of true discipleship. We believe in the promise of Christ that anybody who gives even a glass of water to the needy will be sure of a reward in the life to come. May our faith Touch our hearts and stir within us the fire of love. For some can give without loving, but no one can love without giving. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish at Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at Father Luke G and Instagram at Father Luke Goymore. Stay safe and God bless you.